are here with another episode of The Best of Frantic Times with the Frantics. Two Frantics here. I am Peter Wildman. And I'm Paul Chatto. Good for you. And who are we missing, Peter? We're missing Dan Redican and Rick Green. Uh, but are we really missing them? No, hell no. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Because we get all this podcast glory. Podcast so, glory. So what happens if people come to this show and they uh, don't know who the Frantics are? They go to thefrantics.com. That's a great idea. Thank you. That's actually very promoting-y. Well, that's, well, shut up then and we'll just play some damn sketches. Okay. And what's coming up? Human Race. I love it. Yes. Do you remember who wrote it? Uh, Rick, Rick wrote it. And who's in it? Rick is in it by coincidence. It's the only way you get on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Loser. The Human Race. <laughs> coming to you live from a big pile of primeval ooze for the running of the classic human race. It's the top of the race on the planet and speculation is flying fast and furious over who will evolve first and become the human race. Let's join Chuck Darwin as he calls the action. There's the bolt of lightning. They're off. Single cells and bacteria taking an early lead, followed by amoebas, protozoa with zygotes forming a gamete. They're munching up on the first straightaway into multi-celled organisms. It's plants and animals, animals and plants as they hit the first turn, they start dividing into various phylum. Every class and order is mutating and jockeying for the best positions. Into turn two, Arthropoda is showing surprising solid form and even long chakradata displaying real backbone. Uh, on the straightaway, fish pull ahead with elongated fins. Crustaceous hard at it, emerging from the primeval soup onto dry track. It's early landforms in the lead with fish and worms. They're neck and neck. Now their arms and neck. Now their arms and legs and neck. Dinosaurs, the odds-on favorites, are really taking over. Plants are out of the running and mammals are scurrying for cover. But wait a minute, a meteor collision in turn three has pulled dinosaurs from the race and now it's all up to the mammals. Carnivores, herbivores, aquatic and land. The opposing thumb is really showing its stuff in the last turn. The crowd is on their feet and so is Homo erectus. He's ahead by a skull. But here comes Homo sapiens. It's Homo erectus, Homo sapiens, Homo erectus. Homo erectus is out of the running and it looks like... Oh my, Ronald Reagan drops the bomb and that's the end of the human race. A disappointing finish with no clear winner. We're right back to we started from the earth as a primordial mud ball. This is Chuck Darwin signing off. Part of a social studies program to increase their understanding of government, high school students will run the British Columbia Parliament from 3 o'clock until 4 o'clock today. Because I'm the speaker. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, keep it down or boot your head in. All right, come on. All right, the, the chair recognizes the premier. Yeah, I recognize you too, Stinky. <laughs> you don't call me Stinky. I'm the speaker. Yeah, if you say so, Stinky. <laughs> hey, I legislate that dope should be legalized. All right, all right, wait a minute. All right, all right, all right, all right. We got to vote on this. Are both parties ready? Party, 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 party. Oh, come on, you guys. 
time. Oh, All right, Eddie, how do you vote? Oh, oh, you blew it. Now we can't vote. Our time's all up. How come? How come it's up? How come? Well, it's three o'clock and some high school kids are coming in to run Parliament. This Valentine's Day, why not give her what she really wants? Give her someone better than you. Give her me. When you've rolled over to sleep, she'll be thankful I'm there. Or when she needs the company of a sensitive, caring individual with broad shoulders and an insatiable appetite, she'll have someone dependable to turn to. Oh, thank you, Harry. Someone better than you. Yeah, well, it wasn't hard to find him. I'm going to watch some TV. You, you do that and don't wait up. What a Valentine's gift. Look for me tanning at the side of the pool or doing gardening with my shirt off. Give her me. I would. This is the best of Frantic Times with the Frantics. Calling all boys! Calling all boys! Gather round the radio, fellows. It's time for the wartime adventures of Buster Puel, Super Trooper! In our last episode, Buster and Mathers had escaped from Nazi Germany only to find themselves trapped in occupied France. We join them on the crowded streets of Paris. Keep walking, Mathers. A moving target is harder to hit. Don't worry, Buster, old pal. These disguises you stole are great. Yeah. You look just like a real Frenchman in that beret. And you look like a French loaf in that dress. Gee, Buster, how come I had to wear the woman's clothing? Because, Mathers, you're a doughy, fat wimp. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, look, Buster, a French cafe. They're all French, Mathers. Oh, great. Oh, look, a German foot patrol is coming our way. Let's get them, Buster. Let's, let's not. Turn down the street quickly, quickly. Why? Quickly. Buster, I, you, you've changed. I remember before I got us shot down, you were a happy-go-lucky sort of guy. Yeah. Then after I got us captured, yeah. you were tortured. Yeah. And I accidentally shot your foot yeah. during the escape. Yeah. And that crash in the truck and yeah. the toadstools, and I ran over your other foot with that Jeep. Yeah. Some of the spark has gone out of you. And some of the blood. How about this place? The right cafe. Oh, great. Another German foot patrol! Quick, into the cafe. We can hide in the crowd. Hide? I'd sooner die. Okay, you can die in the crowd. Just get in there. Come on, inside. All right, look around. Find something. Oh, there's two seats at that long table there, Buster. Let's go there. Yeah, there's also a German general at that long table. Sit here, Mathers. Oh, but Buster, this table doesn't have flowers on it. Our grave will. Would you sit down? And let me do the talking, Mathers. Oh, don't worry about me, Buster. I speak French like a Frenchman. You speak English like a Frenchman. Just sit there and try to act French. Isn't this place romantic? Not that French. (laughs) Don't worry, Buster. The Crouch will have to look pretty hard to see that I'm a man. Yeah, nature can be cruel that way. (laughs) Here comes our waitress. Bonjour, madame, monsieur. Uh, Bonjour. Uh, Van Blank, a fromage, s'il vous plaît. Et pour vous, madame? Um... Ah, uh, uh, le troisième étoile, Maurice Richard. Mathers? Pardon-moi. 
Uh, We're looking for the resistance. Mothers, mothers. Syrian, mercy, mercy. Oh, vin et fromage. Yeah, we, mercy. Mothers, can the escape talk? Didn't you see her Nazi armband? Oh, I thought she was a blood donor. (laughs) We're going to be if you don't shut up. Vin et fromage? I won't tell them that we're Canadian. You're Canadians? Hey, Buster, she guessed. You are looking for the resistance to escape? No, no, uh, we're on a package tour of Fortress Europe. We want to go to England. <laughs> Can you help us? Help! Help! Oh, great. Hey, Buster, she's getting us help. Prison oh, now. Great. Shoot them! Great. Shoot them! Oh, great. Matters, throw out your chest and run. I'm with you, Buster. Oh, great. Looks like a tight situation for Buster and Mathers. Will they get out alive? Will they find the underground? Will hell freeze over? Find out on the next exciting episode of Buster Fuel! Super Troopers! Okay, before we play this next one, we have to... Uh, not, well, it's not a disclaimer, because it's nothing rude or anything, but... no. Uh, what would you call it? And what are we? Anarchic? Uh, no. And uh, 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 it's in. I forgot. It's Arctic. No, no. No, no. What's the word where it's it's Damn. historically inaccurate? Arthritic. Oh, uh, anachronistic. There you go. Okay, so there's a little an- anachronist. Anachronistic. <laughs> uh, John, I don't use that word because I can't say it. Paul, tell them why it's an anachronist. An- <laughs> Explain this sketch. It's anachronistic because um, it has three things that a lot of people don't know anything about anymore. Number one. It's a newspaper box, and no one knows what what that is. It's anymore. a it's a sketch about a newspaper. It's, yes, it's about a sketch about a newspaper trapped in a box, and also people put money into that box to get this product that they no one paid wants anymore. For their news. Yeah, think about that. And everybody read the newspaper. Yeah, over a cup of coffee. Okay, I think everybody understands what's going on. Uh, let's hit the play button and let's see how this rolls. Oh, the last paper in the box. Uh, Quarter, quarter, quarter. Where's my quarter? Damn! Left a quarter on the kitchen table. I'd give anything to not have to go back and get it. Anything? (laughs) Who are you? A friend, Norman. I can help you get that paper. How did you know my name? Why are you dressed like that? Red robes, red skin, horns, you... You're a Mooney! The hell I am Oh good, I thought I'd have to buy a rose I'm just a friend who wants to see you get your paper, Norman Ah, gee, thanks I will give you a quarter and in return You will give me your soul You're from the bank No, Norm (laughs) I'm the devil, Lucifer Satan! Oh, well, I was close. Oh, but I'm not giving you my, my soul for a lousy quarter. Now, Norm, you don't want to miss your favorite comic strip, Nancy and Sluggo. Well, no, of course not. I mean, I'd do anything not to miss Nancy and Sluggo. Give me your soul. No, I'd just go home and get my quarter. But what if there's no paper when you get back? You'd buy it, wouldn't you? Maybe. No, no, it's it's not worth it. It might be a very funny one. Nancy might break open her piggy bank again. Oh, yeah, but 
but my soul. Or maybe Aunt Fritzy will be so surprised that her hair will stand up and she'll fly right out of the frame. Oh, I've got to find out. Can't you take my wife instead to plant your demon seed within? Who? <laughs> Ethel? <laughs> no, Norm. I want you. Eternal damnation for a comic strip. And don't forget, there's Family Circus, too. What if it's one of the ones where the dotted lines show where the kids run all over? All right, all right, all right, all right. I'll sign, I'll sign. Here, Good. here, there. Excellent. Yeah. And now, here's your quarter, Norm. What have I gotten myself into? Here we go, here we go. Nancy and Sluggo, Nancy and Sluggo. Oh, Nancy, what are you doing? I don't know, I don't know. There's a whoops, you get... <laughs> Now your soul is mine. Yeah, 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 okay, thanks. You yeah. will suffer eternal pain and agony. Yeah, yeah, let's get going. <laughs> Do you mock me? <laughs> what? Oh, no, sorry. It's just that Nancy and Sluggo, Jesus. What was it? Did Sluggo get chased by a dog again? Oh, no, it was better than that. Did dotted lines come out of Aunt Fritzy's eyes? Oh, no, it was even better Say, No, come on, we're wasting time. Let's go to hell. <laughs> come on, Norman, let me read the paper. Yeah, don't get your own. But you got the last one. Tough. <laughs> I'd give anything to read Nancy and Sluggo. Uh, anything? Can I, uh, can I have my soul back? Of course not. Do you take the Prince of Darkness for a fool? Oh, fine, then you can forget about Family Circus, too. Oh, <laughs> I must have it. Here's your contract. You are free. All right, right, right. Here are your comics. Oh, Here, just let me rip that. up this contract. That's not funny. <laughs> this is an awful Nancy and Sluggo. It sucks. So I lied. Damn you! Uh, not anymore, you can't. You tricked me. See you later, Satan babe. Mm, curses. Uh, what a guy. Uh, oh, I was supposed to pick up a liter of milk, too. Hey, I'd give anything for some milk money now. Go to hell. <laughs> You're listening to the best of Frantic Times with the Frantics. Boy, they must be getting old by now, huh? Everyone knows the last words of Julius Caesar were, et tu, Brute. But did you know the last words of Frank Smith were? Hey, Helen, is the fuse off? <laughs> Frantic Times presents Not So Famous Last Words. The final utterings of people like Gruber Lahoy, who said, Hey, there's something stuck here in the lawnmower. <laughs> or the last words of Reverend Juan Picaro, who said, My sermon today concerns the repressive military junta in this country. <laughs> Join us next week on Not So Famous Last Words. <laughs> Hi, Mom. Mmm, are you 
you cooking something special? Stew, honey. Oh, my favorite. Here, let me help you peel the potatoes. Oh, no, you work so hard at school, dear. Please don't bother. <laughs> oh, nonsense, Mom. I love helping you. Where's Dad? Oh, he's out working on a car. Working on this car? That's a laugh. <laughs> we can barely tie his shoes. <laughs> it was his fussing that ruined our last car. Yeah, has he been fired from work yet? Oh, it wouldn't surprise me. I hope he stays sober at dinner. I hate fishing him out of his dessert. <laughs> I don't want him in bed smelling like a brewery. In fact, I don't want him in bed. <laughs> hey, potatoes are peeled, Mom. I'll be watching TV. Call me when dinner's ready. I will. Thank you, son. Hey, Mary! Mmm, something smells special. Stew, honey. Oh, my favorite. Oh, the car's almost fixed. Honestly, you're so good with your hands. You're a blessing. Here, here, here. Now, let me boil those potatoes for oh, you, dear. but you must be tired. Nonsense. Say, didn't I see uh, Bill come in here? Yeah, that lazy brat's watching TV. Instead of studying. Study? He wouldn't study if his life depended on it. Mm, he's not bright enough to pass anyways. It's lucky he made it out of grade two. Yeah, Couldn't... Yeah. <clears throat> oh, hi, Dad. Hey, I came to get a beer. You want one? Oh, yeah. Thanks, son. Oh, I'll be back in a second, boys, after I freshen up. All right. See you, Mom. Freshen up. Good luck. <laughs> she doesn't need makeup. She needs sandblasting. You know, when I married her, I hoped her looks would soften with age. Soften? They collapsed. <laughs> hey, want another beer, Dad? Yeah, thanks, son. Didn't kill the taste of dinner. <laughs> Shh, quiet, quiet. <clears throat> I see my two strong men are both comfortable. Hey, we were just talking about your stew, Mom. Well, it's almost ready, honey. Hey, then I'll set the table. Oh, all right. Oh, look out the window. There's Mr. and Mrs. Welkers with the kids. King Kong meets Godzilla. You know, his puttering around with that car is ruined. And the kids are lazy idiots. She's the worst cook. And they're terrible gossips. Mm, table set. Tim? Our Father, we thank you for the food we are about to eat. Please bless us. Care for us and show us your true path. Amen. You're listening to the best of the frantics. Best of the frantics. Right here on Frantic Times. 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 How do you spell relief? R E L. P-H-E? How do you spell relief? O-Q-T-O-Q-T-O-Q-T-E-T-Y! How do you spell relief? Six. Uh. They may not know much, but they're enthusiastic. Why not hire a student? day to tend your roses, Mr. Gregory. Oh, Reverend, I didn't hear you walk up. Yes, yes, it's a nice day. A time to reap, a time to sow. Well, I'm just loosening the soil around the rose bushes. A time to loosen the soil around the rose bushes. You know, I'm a bit of a gardener myself, and I'd say you're digging a wee bit too deep there. You could damage the roots. <laughs> thank you, Reverend. Allow me to show you how it's done, my son. Uh, no, no, thank you, Reverend. No nonsense. It's no bother at uh, all no, here. You no, know, thank you, Reverend. It's, it's one of my little rules. No one works in my garden except me. Greg, would you like some iced tea? Oh, Reverend, what a pleasant surprise. Iced tea? Put 
Bless you, Mrs. Gregory. I was just passing by. I thought I'd offer your husband some help with his roses. Oh, that's sweet. Did you hear that, Greg? Yes, Janet, very sweet. But after uh, all, many hands make light work. Too many cooks spoil the broth. Greg, honey, aren't you digging a little too deep there? Thank you, Janet. No, well, I'll tell you what. I'll put the iced tea on the picnic table. Reverend, you tend the bush over there, and I'll tend this one, and we'll compare our results. Splendid suggestion, well, uh, Janet. No, please, look, I, I really hate help. I just want to do this by myself. Nonsense, Gregory. Everybody likes help. Yeah. Hi, Greg. Janet. Rev. Hi. Hi, Jonesy. Hello, hey. Mr. Jones. Hey, nice to see you're all gardening. No, Jonesy, no one gardens in my yard except me. Hey, boy, you'll be needing help then. My yard's done. Let me pitch in. No! A fine neighborly gesture. Yes, it is. Hey, say, somebody dug way too deep around these rose bushes. Yes. Look, lay off the rose bushes, Jonesy. Hi, Dad. How come you're letting all those guys help and you wouldn't let me? I'm not letting anyone help, son. I'm doing this myself for my own enjoyment, right or wrong! Now, honestly, Mr. Gregory, it's no trouble at all. <laughs> Look, just get your filthy hands out of my garden. Nonsense, Mr. Gregory. Now watch carefully as I dig up this rose here. Go to hell! Gregory. Dad. Really? Greg. Look, Reverend, I, I'm sorry. No, 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 Mr. Gregory. I'm, I'm sorry if I offended you. It's just that I like to work alone. I, I understand, I understand. Come, Mrs. Gregory, you mentioned iced tea. Uh, yes, Reverend, here. At, ouch, there's some prickly weeds growing in the grass. Oh, are there? Stand back. It's mine. I'll get it. Oh, don't worry yourself, Gregory. Now, where's the weeder? No, no, hey, please. I'll get my 240D weed no, killer. No, just leave the weed to me. I'm warning you. Well, don't be silly, dear. No, there's I no... Don't, what, I've almost it. got it Stand out. Here it is. About, the lot of you, what? get back. He's got the boy! What? Greg! Greg! Greg, now let go of Jason! I swear! One step closer and I'll trim Jason to within an inch of his life! Now back off! Nice and slow and drop the tools! Hey, come on, Greg! Hey, we're your friends! Friends? I have no friends! Oh, Lord above, man! I'm only going to pull this one weed oh, here! Oh, no, you're not, what? Reverend! It won't take a second! No! Oh, oh, stop! What is that, Reverend? Reverend, he means that he just gave Jason a crew cut! Oh, God. Shut up, kid. Your hands are just as dirty as the rest of them. Mr. Gregory, this is Officer Maloney. Please don't trim the boy. We can work out a deal instead. What kind of a deal, copper? You let the boy go. We tie back the bushes and do the strawberry bed with the weed eater. Over my dead body! Well, that would make nice fertilizer. M Mr. Gregory... Could I speak with you? You? You started all this, yes, Reverend. I believe I can end it. Now, you wish to garden in peace, am I right? Yeah. Well, you know as well as I do, it's, it's too late for you here. The police are out there. They have lawn boys, rototillers, God knows what else. <laughs> You're outnumbered. I don't care. I'm desperate. But if you let Jason go, I could offer you a job as head gardener at the church cemetery. Head gardener? Peace and quiet? Yes. No one correcting me? Yes. Digging alone? Yes. All right. Here. Oh, mommy, 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 oh mommy, Jason. Mommy, mommy. Jason, you're Hey, safe. wait a minute. The cemetery's contracted out. I've been tricked. No, 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 Mr. Gregory. Put those hedge drummers oh, down. On, Craig, no, Open fire, fire, man. No. No. Oh, Greg. No. Janet. Oh, Greg. I'm sorry. It wasn't fair of us. Don't worry, Janet. I'll be tending my own garden in the sky now. That's right, Greg. And all the angels and saints will be there to lend you a hand. No!
Frantic Times, the best of Frantic Times with uh, two Frantics, Paul Chato. And uh, Rick Green, no, uh, Peter Wildman. Correct, very good. Dan Redican's not here, bless his heart, we wish he was. He's, he's, he's not here, he is still alive. Yes. He's just not here. Correct. So I didn't mean to say it that way. Um, we're coming up on the end of this podcast. Thank you very much for listening this long. Uh, we are now going to play one of our favorite bits called uh, Canadian Wildlife, which was based on... A Canadian uh, series of television ads about uh, the hinterland. Hinterland. I think I think we made this bit famous for I other think, I, I think we did. I did. Okay. So here we go. Canadian Wildlife. And let's see what animal is featured this week. Perhaps one of the most commonly cited species in North America is the dead animal on the road. (laughs) Although its usual habitat is the Trans-Canada, it ranges throughout the entire country, even onto side roads and suburban avenues. While other animals face extinction, the hardy dead animal on the road is ever increasing. The dead animal on the road measures five feet by three feet by half an inch. For more information on the dead animal and his relatives, the windshield splatter bug and the bird in the car grill, contact the Ministry of Transportation, Ottawa. Gonna be late. Oh. Sorry, sorry, I'm late for metal shop. Well, pick up a blowtorch, some metal rods, and solder, and sing. Six, six, six.
that's it for this podcast slash episode. Not too sure what we call them. This has been the best of Frantic Times, written and performed by the Frantics. Yay. Paul Chatto, Rick Green, Dan Redican, and me, Peter Wildman. Yeah, baby. (laughs) With appearances by Maggie Butterfield, Meg Ruffman, and Carolyn Scott. Special thanks to sound effects Kathy Perry and producer Dave Milligan back in the good old CBC days. Find us at thefrantics.com. If you have any questions, drop us a line. Best of Frantic Times was produced by Derek Wellsman. Boot to the head! Boot to the head!